Have you tried diet after diet without finding long-term success? Well, believe it or not, it's not you. So many people think they know what they need to do to get healthy, but there's so much misinformation out there that many of us are sabotaging our health goals without even knowing it. Hi, I'm Carrie, a wife, mom, educator, and certified nutrition coach. After being frustrated by dieting and all the confusion out there about what actually works, I decided to figure it out. And what I discovered on my journey challenged everything I thought I knew about nutrition. And the solution is actually much simpler than you realize. So now, I'm on a mission to disrupt everything you think you know about nutrition too. Welcome to the Diet Disruptors Podcast. Today's episode is sponsored by Disruptive Nutrition's 12-week Trifecta Transformation. We always say that wherever you are in your journey, we have a place for you at Disruptive Nutrition. And we have learned over the years that some diet disruptors need more support when it comes to not just their nutrition, but to their mindsets, habits, and long-term sustainability plan. That's why Disruptive Nutrition has developed an exclusive coaching program designed for those who are the most serious, committed, and ready to invest in themselves so that what they learn truly lasts a lifetime. Our 12-week trifecta transformation is the only program where I personally coach clients to truly dive deep into not just what their body needs, but how their mindsets and actions intertwine. This is our most exclusive program where clients must be interviewed and invited to apply. So we encourage you to explore if you are a good fit by visiting our website, www.disruptyournutrition.com and scroll down to the 12-week trifecta transformation area to book an interview call now. Hey everyone, happy Monday. I am really, really excited about today's episode because if you have ever said, gosh, I don't know where the day went. I feel like, uh, you know, the day just flew by. I don't know even what I got done. If that is you, then type me in the comments because this is going to be an episode for you. I actually can't believe I haven't really done a full podcast about this. And the reason I realized it is because somebody texted me recently and they said, have you ever done, do you have any resources for my team? They're, they're an executive leader and said, do you have any resources for my team I could share on time management? Because I know you teach time management in your programs. And I was like, I am sure I do. <laughs> and I went to our podcasts, I went to our blogs and I'm like, holy heck, I don't have any of that on there. And there's bits and pieces of what uh, uh, of that in different podcasts, but not one completely and totally dedicated to time. And it is so important for so many reasons. So if you're watching me live, we are live in our YouTube channel, in our Facebook group, Diet Disruptor Squad, in our Facebook page, our Disruptive Nutrition page. Uh, we will also be streaming this into our podcast and our IGTV. So, so many different ways you can see this. So if you're watching this live or if you're watching this on a replay, put in time because that is what we're going to talk about today. Now, 
it actually there I, I somehow had a skill set in this years and years and years ago and I think it's because you know they say give busy people more give something to do to a busy person and they'll get it done uh, that seemed to keep happening to me and I didn't know why there wasn't a lot of self-awareness around how I managed time uh, I could get very overwhelmed and without a doubt would be like, I have no idea where time went, but I had lots and lots of things I wanted to do and how to figure out a way to get them all done. I ran a, a large business when I lived overseas in Asia. I um, travel all the time and it just was part of what I needed to figure out. In fact, when I was a national educational consultant years ago, I remember a woman that owned the agency that I was working for said to me, Carrie, how do you have 30 hours in a day? I don't have 30 hours in a day, but I'm very efficient with my time and I studied it a lot. So we are going to dig in today into time management. It is a big part of what we teach in our disruptive nutrition approach. So if you were to work with us formally, this is a big part of what we talk about because our formula, the thing that we know, I know we're a nutrition focused business, that we're a nutrition focused group. But I have learned that I could teach women how to eat really easily. In fact, we had an online course and we've taken it off our website. Why? It's not that it wasn't effective. It's not that it wasn't the right information. It's because I could teach women how to eat. But if I didn't dig into two other components that were just as important they didn't do it for a long time. They didn't do it forever. And if you are going to learn something and then not do it forever, did you really learn it? <laughs> do you reap the benefits of it? Well, the, the thing that keeps me up at night is that if, if women jump into our approach and they love it and it works and they're like, oh my gosh. And by working, if you listen to a, a couple episodes ago, working means to me, long-term optimal health, right? Something that you're going to be able to do forever. If that's the case with this and women weren't doing it, why? And what were they doing instead? They forgot about it. They would go and look for other trendy things. They would do keto. They would try intermittent fasting. And I was like, gosh, dang it. I didn't show them the things that they really needed to do it forever. So that's where the disruptive nutrition blueprint came along. And so let me share it with you real quick, because I think if you don't know this, then understanding why time management is so important is not just about feeling like you're not hurried and rushed all the time. You will likely feel hurried and rushed. If you are a, like a working mom and you've got kids and a full-time job, life is going to be chaotic in this season of your life right now, right? But we want to be able to manage it, get in front of it, and be aware of it so that we could make the most of it and make the most of the life in the season that we're in. So our Disruptive Nutrition Blueprint is around teaching you about your body, 100%. But it's also around teaching you about your mind, and we'll get into that for a second too, and skills around sustainability. Let's be honest, we've never been taught how to do something for the rest of our lives. We haven't. Do you know that the average marriage is 8.4 years? The average time a person spends in a job is 4.11 years. We aren't doing things forever. When we get married, we have that intention, right? But that marriage takes a lot of work. It takes trust. It takes a whole lot of cultivation. 
when we think that we want to adopt something like our nutritional approach forever, we're not inclined to even know how to do that. And so we have to be able to teach that. And the reason why we have to teach that is because this is what everybody needs. We know this. We know what we teach is fundamental to every single human body, right? Blood sugar stabilization is the cause of 88% of deaths in America right now. It's a metabolic disease. The root cause of all metabolic disease is blood sugar stabilization. So it is a huge passion of mine. The other piece is that I know we can always make more money. We can never make more time. And as I get older, I am literally just turned, just turned 47. And I'm like, what, how did that happen? How are my girls? We're literally going on college visits. What? I can't get that time back. And so now as it feels like, as I get older, time goes faster and faster. If that's you, write the word faster in the comments. If you feel like time is getting faster and faster as you get older, then even more so we need to learn how to manage it in a way that will help us to do the things that we know we need to do. Point blank. We know we need to eat a certain way. We need to know we have to adopt a certain lifestyle so we could do the things for as long as we can. But we also have to manage the time and be aware of it. So our blueprint really digs into six things around our body. We know the six things our bodies need, the right nutritional advice, exercise, sleep, managing our stress, water, and supplements, without a doubt. Our mind, our mindset, we have to be able to dig into understanding uh, how we can be more confident. That is a big part of our mindset, but self-awareness is huge, being intentional and a very, very strong why. And then sustainability to do it forever. We need to learn habits, time management, and have strong systems. So today we are going to dig into the time management piece of the blueprint. Awesome, right? Because it's just so, it's so to me, um, just exciting in the fact that we can control time. It feels like it's speeding up and we often feel like we're a victim of it, but it really has to do with getting our mindsets right and thinking about our thinking, okay? It's actually called metacognition, thinking about our thinking. So let's dig into that part first because the time management piece won't matter if you don't have your head on straight because we want to change what, what's happening right now, right? We want to be able to shift the results. The only way to make a change is to change what we're thinking. Our thoughts and our beliefs dictate our actions. So if life feels out of control, if you feel like you have no time, if you feel like you're so busy and you can't control it, the first thing is not for me to just give you a strategy. And in fact, when I was a teacher, I did teacher trainings all over the world. I just kept insisting my workshops have to be super practical, have to be do this, do this, do this. Here are resources, here are strategies. And teachers loved it because they were like, yes, it was like instant gratification but they weren't using any of them for the long-term. And it was because without a doubt, progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. George Bernard Shaw said that quote, and we love that and adopt that here at Disruptive Nutrition. So if you love that. I want you to write the word change in the comments. Progress is impossible without change. And those who cannot change their minds cannot change anything. So if you are sitting here saying, I just can't, I don't have enough time in the day. I want you to recognize everybody has the same amount of time. Everybody. And people do a lot of different things in this world with that same amount of time. 
we prioritize what's important to us. So if you say you don't have time to exercise, you the what actually that actually means is you are not prioritizing that. Now, if you go back to our blueprint, purpose is a big part of mindset. Why do we need to exercise? Well, if your why is just around weight loss, it will never be enough. Because how many times you're like, oh, I want to lose 20, 30 pounds, but then you're like tired and you have no willpower because you are completely reliant on motivation and willpower to lose that weight because everything you've done is miserable. It's a diet and it requires either motivation or willpower. And that is a consumable, renewable, but consumable resource. And so at some point, your willpower and your motivation will deplete. And then you will say, screw it. Your why has to be much bigger than that. Exercise is often uncomfortable. So it's not that you don't have time. It's that you haven't really seen the reason why it needs to happen. And with with our blueprint, right? With the trifecta, body, exercise is one of them. And it's really, I mean, that's a big part of what we teach the why behind it, okay? So I'm, we're not gonna get all into that right now, but I just want you to recognize what we prioritize, we make time for. I want you to think about this. If you are, uh, I just had a coaching call with one of our clients, okay? And we were talking about how busy she is. She's a lawyer, she's got kids and a life, right? Super, super busy, travels all the time for work. And she was talking about how she hasn't been able to do certain things because she's just been so busy. Then she went on to say that her daughter, who has had a lot of medical issues, is a lot of what she's been doing is she's been learning our approach and then showing it with her daughter. And and, and she doesn't have as many medical appointments now and all of that kind of stuff. And it got me thinking, if your daughter had all those medical appointments right now, you would make the time for that, wouldn't you? She's like, mm-hmm, yep, I would right? We prioritize the things that we believe are the most important. And we often think we don't have a choice, but you always have a choice. You always have a choice on what you're prioritizing. You just don't have a big enough why as to why you should be prioritizing your nutrition, your eating, your exercise, your, um, you know, time with friends, your time with your kids, whatever it is that you feel like you don't have the time for. Now, you can't prioritize everything. If you prioritize everything, nothing's important. You may have a to-do list a mile long. I am not going to give you the magic formula of how to do all the things in your to-do list. What you actually need to do is think about what is the most important stuff. Like if push comes to shove, what has to get done today? What is the stuff? At the same time, we aren't very efficient with our time. Okay. So a lot of times we're in the moment and we know we need to get X, Y, and Z done, but then we get lost in the Facebook and we get lost in the Instagram. And before you know it, 30 minutes has gone by. The amount that we can do in 30 minutes is actually pretty incredible if we're focused and disciplined. Now we might not want to do that, but if we think about what will it look like if I get this done? how much freedom will I have or whatever it is, you start to get a why that is stronger and you do put your head down and get stuff done. So there's a lot of thinking that goes along with our time management. So I want you to put in the word mindset because we, first of all, we cannot make more time at all. It is precious. 
And if we just act like we are running around and busy, 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 and weeks turn into months and months turn into year, and you still haven't taken a control of your health. If you still are saying, oh my gosh, like I am not appreciating the time with my kids. You can change that right now. And this is how I know this, because there is a funnel that has to do with time. This is one of the things that we teach our clients when they're working with us. There's this time of funnel. So think about this. Our, 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 our year, let's start with the really big one, our year. Okay. Think about where you were at this time last year. Let's think about this. The pandemic was two years ago this month or this time, right? Two years have gone by. Are you further along in the goals? that you wanted to have? Or did you use all of the things that were happening in the world as an excuse not to do them? You cannot control your circumstances, but you can always control your response. And we know this because our years funnel into months and those months funnel into weeks, those weeks funnel into days and those days funnel into hours. So how we spend our hours will absolutely dictate how we spend our years. We can say, I'll get to that next month, but if you don't actually have an intentional plan for getting to it, you will never get to it. If you don't actually give yourself the time allotted to do the things today, they aren't gonna be done next year. And you get to decide is it really important to you? I think one of the really important pieces around time management is how much stress the feeling of a lack of control has. And time, when you don't feel like you have control of it, can stress us out. If that is the case for you, I want you to write in the word stress. Because stress is, now I showed you the blueprint. Let me go over that one more time with you. The blueprint, body, mind, sustainability. In the body, we have six plates that we have to keep spinning. Nutrition, exercise, sleep, managing stress, water. uh, What am I missing? Supplements and sleep. Okay. And very often when we can control one thing, or when we start spinning one plate, another plate will automatically start spinning. So we absolutely know, like I said, 88%, almost nine out of 10 people these days are dying from a metabolic disease. The metabolic disease, the root cause is blood sugar stabilization. One out of two people in America are pre-diabetic or diabetic. You have an almost 80% chance of being, having dementia if you have diabetes. People that in their nineties that might be dying of old age, That is a thing of the past if we don't do something about it. Because people now are dying in their 60s, 70s, and 80s, and nobody's dying from old age. They're dying from one of those metabolic diseases. Blood sugar stabilization is at the core. We can control that with eating. When we eat correctly, when we eat in the way that we teach, we stabilize our blood sugar. That is huge. But another huge factor that we don't always think about that messes with our blood sugar is cortisol. Okay. So cortisol gets spiked. Cortisol comes, it's, it's a hormone that shows up when you are in danger or when you have something like, let's say your kid is running out, right. And it like right out in front of a car, you feel that adrenaline going, you run and you go get them. That is so important. You need it. That spike that's, that's literally going to save your or somebody else's life. Okay. And that blood sugar spike actually is what happens when cortisol releases. We spike our blood sugar. When we spike our blood sugar, 
very often it is because we've had too many carbs or too many calories. We've eaten too much. We've fasted all day or we've not eaten all day. And then we binge at night when we spike our blood sugar. Yes, we store fat and all sorts of things happen to us when it comes to weight gain, a hormonal imbalance, all of that stuff. And our body needs to have needs to release insulin to be able to balance that off. Our body is much more efficient when we do it with food than when we rely on our body itself to do it. But when we have that cortisol spike, our body isn't like immediately tries to balance that out by releasing insulin. The more and more it has to do that, the harder and harder it is on your body. So if you are having chronic stress, I want you to think about your cortisol level, regardless of your food, is constantly being activated, which is impacting your blood sugar. And if your body has to keep trying to balance its blood sugar because of your stress on its own, you're causing long-term impact. Time and money are two huge stressors, right? We're not going to talk about money right now, but we are going to talk about time. And that is one of the reasons why it's not just about getting more done, but reducing the level of stress. Put in the comments, stress. If you are like, yeah, I got stress and this time thing makes sense, okay? So when we think about how important it is to reduce our stress as much as possible, no, yes, we can do yoga, we can do breathing, we can do all sorts of things. But if we could actually feel more in control of our time, how much better would that be when it comes to managing our stress? You see, with the blueprint, everything feeds into another. We don't just do things to do them. A good friend of mine who's also a mentor says, you don't just do stuff, you get stuff done. And so when you get stuff done, you're actually kind of multitasking without really multitasking. And I love that, okay? So the first thing is about getting your mind on straight and deciding what is it that I really really matters to me. And, and why is it? So one of the activities that we often do in our, in that we do in our, in our larger program is called a values matrix. So we're not going to go through all of that right now, but I want you to be thinking about the values that are really important to you. I I have um, our values matrix here, but when you think about values, like what is really important to you? Friendship, fun, generosity, education, creativity, being effective, efficiency, fairness, faith, lifestyle, knowledge, joy, intimacy, inspiration. I want you to think about different things that are really important to you. Those are the things you should be trying to spend your time on. Those are some of the things that are going to allow you to decide, is this worth my time or not? Does this deserve my time or not. Sometimes we say yes, and we don't actually, it's not actually a yes to something that's going to work for us, going to work for our family, or really part of our value system. Sometimes we say yes because we feel bad saying no. But when that happens, it's like this trickle effect of you not having enough time, increasing your stress level, impacting your health, not being there for your family, and losing control. So that's one of the very first exercises. What's important to you? What does that look like? Okay. Then what we actually have to really be thinking about is what are we spending our time doing? What is it that we're spending our time doing? And when I work with this with our clients, I say, take a brain dump, get a big piece of paper, a big whiteboard, whatever it is, and brain dump all the things that you're responsible for all during the week. 
making dinner, laundry, working. Um, maybe you have a side business, um, exercising, grocery shopping, all of the things. And then I want you to attach a time to it about how much time each week should that take? I want you to do a little math with me because if I take a look at there's 24 hours in a day times seven days a week, 168 hours a week. We all have the same amount of time. So when you take all of the things that you have to do and you add up all that time, now I have eight hours of sleep a night that I allot for myself. I'm like, I want eight hours of sleep. That's 56 hours right there out of my 168. It's not that you just feel rushed because you can't do it all. It's that you're not supposed to do it all. You're not. You're supposed to prioritize what's the most important and then go from there. So you've got your values. You've got your brain dump of all the things. Now I take that those hours and then figure out how many days, like, uh, so let's say cooking dinner. If I look, I'm going to cook dinner five times a week, right? And I think it's about an hour to cook dinner. That's five hours a week. And then I take it and divide it into days. One hour, two hours, like one hour each day for five days, right? So we start actually really looking at time in this way. And I know it may seem crazy. And I might be like, I don't have time for that. When I tell you, you don't have time not to do this, I mean it. This activity won't take you that long, but it will absolutely change the way you look at your week. And let's be honest, a lot of us get super distracted. So you'll see that, oh my goodness, I actually have probably more time than I realized. Where is it all going? The phone is a rabbit hole. We get down, we get down. How many times have you ever like, I got to text somebody and then you see a notification and you're like, oh, I'll go grab that. And then I'm like, oh, squirrel. Oh, and then an Instagram thing came up. Oh, and then a reel just showed up. I gotta get that. By the time that happens, 20 minutes has gone by and I never sent the text. What? Okay. So I want you to just be really thoughtful around this is a tool and it's a distraction. It's sucking your time and you're not even realizing it. Okay. So once I have everything down pat, I then really think about, okay, how do I want to spend my week? And we do something called an ideal week. Now your ideal week is that just that it's idealistic. <clears throat> Life often gets in the way, but when you can actually say, okay, this is what my ideal week looks like. Then you can, you have something to build off of. So we train our clients to take all the things that you have going on and then plot it into an ideal week. Now I'm gonna show you what our planner pad looks like, the, the Disruptive Nutrition Planner Pad. For those of you that are watching me, if you're on the podcast, um, you can't see this, but I'll explain it. Our planner pad is like actual time blocking. So we take one of these and say, okay, what's your ideal week gonna be? On Mondays, when, when are you working? When are you waking up? When are you exercising? Ideally, okay? We know that things happen right? And then where are you going to put time for home? When are you going to put time for all the things that you brainstormed in? And this is like your kind of holy, like ideal idea of what you want. And then what we end up doing, what we talk about at Disruptive Nutrition is something that is so key, intentionality, being intentional with our time. So every single morning we wake up, morning time, 
Now, I also use morning time in quotes because for some people it might be do, doing this at night, but we take a look at our day for the next day or for that day. Look at what's on our calendar. Look at what is on our to-do list. And then we use that planner pad and just fill in that day. What are the goals that I'm trying to accomplish? What do I want to get done? What do I know I need to get done today? And it all gets time blocked into our day. You'd be surprised, A, how much you can say you can do on paper. <laughs> but you'll also be surprised at how much you can't do how you're just not going to be able to fit it in. And those of you that are overzealous, you're thinking, I can do this in five minutes. I can do this in three minutes. You can't. You got to build margin and you got to build time to breathe. But just doing this takes such a load off of people's brains to say, look it, look, oh, I'm going to get to laundry here. You are in control. It's budgeting your time, which is way more precious than money. Because again, we can always make more money. We can't make more time. So that time blocking is so, so, so important. And we use our planner pad for that as well. You can always go into our shop. You can go to disruptnutrition.com slash shop and go check out our planner pad. We have our planner pad. It's not, it's a few dollars and it's going to give you six months of planning time, right? But here's another little great tool that I love. I have to get off my phone. So many times we're like, I set an alarm, I set time. If I time block my time and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give myself 15 minutes to do it. All you do is take this little time blocker. Those of you that are not on video right now, I have this little cube. I got it on Amazon. Just search time block. It's literally a block and it's got different times on it. And all you do is you flip the time. Boop. So now 30 minutes is on top. So this is going to go off in 30 minutes. If I do this on my phone, I inevitably get distracted. You might say you won't, but you will. And then when the timer goes off on your phone, you go to shut it off and then you see more, distra more distracting uh, notifications, right? Put in the word distractions. If that happens to you with your phone, this is like kind of old school, right? But it's amazing. And what you can say is I'm giving myself 15 minutes to work on this. When I'm done, I'm done. I'll pick it back up tomorrow whatever it is. Okay. So this is such a great little tool. You can just grab it on Amazon. I don't have 30 hours in my day. I'm very efficient and I'm very intentional with what I'm going to do. Now, do I get everything done that I plan for in my day? I don't. So at the end of each day, I go back and I evaluate. I look at what I did and I say, okay, how did I feel today? I circle the things I didn't get done. And then I evaluate and I reflect and I say, does it need to get done? Maybe, maybe not. I didn't do it. Is the sun still coming up tomorrow? Okay. So I'm either going to move it to the next day or I might put it on my radar list. And I have a list. I use Google Tasks and I have a list of undated things in Google Tasks. It's an amazing app. Go grab it. And that's my radar. It's on my radar. I'm just not able to get to it right now. And when you can take something that you know is sitting in your brain, and get it down into a list of a radar. And I don't have a time frame, but I know it's got to get done. Every morning, when I look at my calendar, I look at the things that have to get done. I can then go look at my radar and say, anything in here I can do? You could, in your ideal week, actually time block out 10 minutes a day for radar work. You'd be amazed at how much you can get done in 10 minutes a day. So let's just go over this real quick. So the first piece of this is understanding that how you spend your days, your hours within that day 
will feed into how you spend your weeks, your months, and your years. Because before you know it, it's been two years since the pandemic started, right? And you're no closer to your goals and feeling more and more crazed. The second piece is understanding that this is a decision. You can control time. We all have the same amount of time. How you use it is in your control. You are not a victim of the things that happen. You may not be able to control your circumstances, but you can always control your response. You can control your response by first getting ahead of it. What's most important? What are the values that you know you are going to commit to doing? And if they don't fall within that range, should you be spending time doing it? Be real exclusive about who gets your time and why. Okay. And have your hard stops, right? That has to do with your values. Then you're going to take all the things that you do, you're brain dumping it and figuring out how many hours a week is that taking you? And then time block that into an ideal week. I would use the planner pad, one page of the planner pad, then you put that up on your wall. Now, my ideal week changes all the time, depending on the season of my life, depending what's going on right? My summer ideal week looks very different than my springtime ideal week, which looks very different than my wintertime ideal week. So I make a new one each time. And every single day I take my to-do list, I look at my calendar, I look at my ideal week and I time block my stuff into a new planner page. And I only do one day at a time. That night or that next morning, I look at what I didn't get done. I look at what needs to be done. And I intentionally work on the next day. When you are self-aware and you get to pick where you're gonna do things, it's amazing how you realize, okay, I can't get it all done. I have to prioritize what's most important. And if you are not prioritizing things like exercise or nutrition or things like that, recognize that that is a compound interest over time. So you can say no right now, but if that becomes the norm, you're gonna suddenly see in two years, you're no longer, you're no closer to your goal than you were. In fact, probably further away from it, probably closer to, where you don't want to be. Okay. And by revisiting that every single day, you're going to bring your stress level down, which is going to help with that plate of spinning with stress, that plate spinning kind of stress um, concept that we know we have to control because that contributes to our overall health, as well as the benefit of being able to be in more control, spending more time with your family and doing the things that really matter. So I hope that this was helpful. I love coming up with solutions to these kinds of issues. So share what are the things that you struggle with with time and what from this episode are you going to take with you to start using so that you can get more control of your time and do the things that actually matter. Thanks, guys. Bye.